I'm Liz Varney from Belchertown, Massachusetts, and this is my story, Beer Support. I'm 100% brand new to storytelling, and when I saw that the Valley Voices audition line was opening up in the theme of nope, I felt sure that somewhere in the recesses of my mind out of my 20-year social work career, there was a story that wanted to be shared. And of course, it was at 3 a.m. that I woke up and this story was the one rattling around in my mind and that is when I wrote it out for the first time. The most unexpected part of this process was how hard it was to accept five minutes of undivided attention from an audience, which of course is ironic for someone whose profession has focused around the importance of giving space for other people to share their stories. I really had no idea how hard it would be for me to accept the same in return. But the process was completely amazing. It was therapeutic. It was cathartic. Valley Voices, the audience, and my fellow storytellers were all so incredibly supportive and positive. The most amazing piece of feedback I received is that I didn't even look nervous at all, which means I may also be a good actress. As a 23-year-old social worker over a 24-ounce beer, I figured out how to save the world. I was a social worker for the Department of Social Services, the Department, or DSS, Child Welfare. My 22-year-old self drove out to Boston and was super excited to interview and then was elated to hear that Chelsea had eight openings. Eight openings, I'm definitely gonna get a job. It's funny that I didn't even think to ask why there were eight openings. <laughs> Fresh out of training, I settled into my unit. Unit sounded super cool, like something right out of Law & Order. Our desks faced each other. We talked about our craziest cases. And that's where I met the stabler to my Benson and my best friend, Steph. We hung out all the time. We had the same dark sense of humor. We drank tons of beer. And we both shared in this desire to save the world. One Friday afternoon, I was on unit duty, the day that I stay in the office, just in case there's any emergencies. And I'm watching the clock, and it's ticking past 3 PM, and I'm feeling that sense of freedom and that taste of the draft beer just around the corner. And that's when my supervisor called me into the office. She's sending me out on a case with Steph. A foster mother had to go to the hospital, so we had to go pick up one of Steph's foster kids and place him somewhere else for the night. Charlie is 14 years old, and he told his foster mom he was going to be fishing with his friends at the lake. So I get into Steph's Honda Civic, which is a classic social worker car, and she turns to me and she says, Hey, just so you know, Charlie's suspected to be in a gang. So I laugh and say, well, obviously he's not fishing. And she says, probably not. So I roll down the window and I yell out into the city streets, Charlie, where are you? Because it seemed just as likely to find him that way than fishing at the lake at now 4 p.m. on a Friday but I took out that big paper map and I was gonna direct her out of the city. 
we just decided we would do our due diligence and drive around the lake, and when we couldn't find him, we would just come on back and dump that case off at the after-hours crew. As our car started to turn and wind along the tree-lined streets of the suburbs, we see a group of boys walking around the bend. As we drive closer, our necks swivel, and Steph says, that's him. So she parks the car, and she leaves me in it, and she's going to go talk to Charlie and his friends. And as I'm watching her talk with this group of teenage boys with no fishing poles, I get this feeling coming over my stomach, that feeling that made me want to get out my cell phone, one of those big, old-school, chunky ones with the antenna. I turned it on and pl plugged in nine and one just, just to be ready. But Steph and Charlie were already scurrying over the car, and I heard the door slam, and we're moving. And I look at Steph, and her eyes are darting back and forth between the mirror and the street. So I turn around to look, and there's a second group of boys that have emerged from around the bend, and they're running. And they've got sticks in their hands, and they have rocks over their head. And this sends Charlie's group of friends running after our car, smacking on the trunk. Wait, take us with you, take us with you. But we just kept driving. At least we saved the one kid. That night after we placed Charlie, Steph and I headed over to the 99 restaurant on account of their 24-ounce beers. We drank and we joked and we talked. But this time it was different. We started to talk about the what-ifs. What if we got there sooner? What if we got there later? What if? There were guns. We knew something had to be different this time, and that's why on Monday morning, we were the ones to call the meeting. We were the ones to sit at that long boardroom table with the three-tier hierarchy of management, and we were there to tell our story. And we were clever about it, because we came equipped with the language that we knew would get their attention. The same language that, if spoken to us, from a child would spring us into action, we said, we felt unsafe. We talked about the gang. We talked about the what ifs. And then we said it again. We felt unsafe. And I watched my area director kind of digest the information. She was looking at her hands. Surely she was going to turn to me and check in on my well-being. Surely she was going to propose some new procedure or some policy to keep us safe. But instead, she looked me in the eyes and she said, if you felt unsafe, you shouldn't have gone. So it was after that next 24-ounce beer that I figured out how to save the world. I figured out that being a social worker was not actually about saving the child at risk from the abusive home. It was about saving this social worker at risk from an abusive system. Thank you. That was Liz Varney sharing her story, Beer Support. 
If you have a story to share, there might be a space on stage for you. NEPM and the Academy of Music are setting up Season 9 of our live Valley Voices Story Slams in venues around our region, and we'd love to have you audition. All the details on how to do that are at nepm.org slash valleyvoices. I'm Katie Wright. I'm the producer of our Valley Voices Summer Shorts podcasts. Meet me back here next week for another Summer Short.